if you're drinking, it's not helping. If you're fighting in public because that's the safe place, you have to think about getting things under control at home. People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart. Coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. All right, today let's talk about fighting in public. And also I'd like to tie in when uh, I had a couple of reels that went super viral when I talk about being nicer uh, to everyone else but your wife. Now, let's get into it. All right, so sometimes people, well, they fight a little bit differently. And the reason that they're doing that is because of, well, the foundation at home. And there's a specific reason that Catherine's not going to say right away <laughs> as to why Catherine would actually be the instigator in public, not me. Now, you were talking before we started, you, were, you know, we don't like to have a script, but you were talking about how... People just thought we were normally fighting. By the time that they saw these kinds of fights in public, they, was, they were pretty surprised. They were pretty blown away when it started to happen because they didn't really know how bad it was at home. Right, and people didn't know it was bad at all. People would see us in our everyday life, whether that was at work or you know out at social gatherings, and we weren't fighting at every social gathering. We definitely weren't fighting at work. Right. So when it happened, it was pretty mind-blowing because it was really big and people just thought... Like explosive. Big. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. people just thought, wow, this couple really can fight. Mm -hmm. They're passionate. Yeah. <laughs> they're passionate or they're psychotic probably. That's actually what I used to say. I'm not angry. I'm just passionate. And that didn't go over very well after a while of saying that. Right. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So I remember one fight in particular and I'm going to leave their name out but i remember being at her house it was it was i think soon after i have this tattoo of catherine on my arm i don't know if you can see it there on youtube yep oh, there we go oh, anyway so it's tattoo of catherine being an angel and i i remember specifically uh being super sweet the whole night you know i don't remember exactly what i said uh, but We'll, we'll, you'll put the pieces to the story together, I think. But I remember being specifically like, I love you so much. I mean, I have you tattooed on my arm and you were like, black it out. <laughs> That's not how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's start at the beginning. So I don't remember. I got, I got insecure about something. I got, I, remember, I don't remember what you got insecure about, yeah. but here's the thing. Anytime we were out in public, he got insecure about something. So it yeah. really doesn't matter what you got insecure about. True. You got insecure and accusatory about something that I did. Mm -hmm. I remember earlier in the night prior to this happening, I went upstairs with some of the girls to try on. I think I, I don't know what happened. I went upstairs. Maybe we just went upstairs to talk because it was louder downstairs. And I remember thinking he's going to lose it on me. And so I pretended that I got something. Now I'm remembering a little bit. I pretended that I got something on my shirt and so the host of the party gave me a new shirt so that when I came downstairs, I could say, oh, I got something on my shirt. So, oh, I said that the dog got poop on, on my shirt. So I came downstairs <laughs> with a different shirt on because otherwise I didn't know how to, to explain that I went upstairs to have some girl time with the other girls because that's not something that you would have allowed back then, even right, though right. we were in the same house. So I remember being terrified because I didn't want to not go upstairs. They all wanted mm -hmm. to go upstairs and chat. I think it might have been because it was too loud downstairs and the men were being men, I don't actually remember. I just know that I got invited to go up into this little lofty mezzanine type place where you could overlook the living room. And I was terrified because 
I didn't know how to explain that I didn't want to, it's not that I didn't want to be with you. I just wanted to go have some girl time. But yeah. at that yeah. point in our relationship, I was not uh, ever was, really allowed. Yeah. I wasn't allowed. Yeah. No. <clears throat> so I couldn't describe it. So anyway, uh, that had happened. And I remember asking for a shirt because I was scared that the girls all thought I was crazy because they're like, he's not going to care, Catherine. Like, just say that you were upstairs with the girls. And I was like, you don't understand. I can't. And I had like physical fear. So she gave me a shirt and I said, everybody has to go with the story that the dog got poop on me. And they were like, okay. <laughs> they had no idea. So later during sometime during the night, I cannot remember what happened, but under his breath and there was alcohol involved. I was always bolder when I had some drinks under his breath. He said, I'm going to deal with you later. And I didn't really know what that meant specifically, aside from there was going to be World War Three when we got home. 3,000. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was really upset. I said something back to you. I can't remember what it was. And you were like, you're making a scene. Stop it. And I said, well, I want to, like, what does that mean? What do you mean you're, like, I'm mm -hmm. going to get it later? Like, what does that mean to you? Because I was, I was at this point bold. I had a few drinks. I had people around. And so the boldness came out. And so... He ended up wanting to get out of the party and we went into the garage. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember. actually remember if we went into the garage or if we were ushered into the garage. I don't really know. I think maybe I went there to smoke or something or, and then, no, cause you wouldn't have followed me. Anyways, we're in the garage. Yeah. And, and... So the host of the party followed us out there and we just laid into each other. So that's when I told him to black out the tattoo in his arm because I, everything just started to come out. All the things that I was bottling up. So we would have been married at this point for almost two years. This would have been Christmas of 2016. Mm -hmm. So we were married for almost two years at that point. And all the things that I had been bottling up, I didn't really fight back a whole lot in the first few years. I just kind of took it. Mm -hmm. And so at this party, when I had multiple friends around me, I had a network around me, I had what I like to call backup. I just let you have it because I knew that he wasn't going to let me have it back in public not in public yeah but i wasn't thinking about i wasn't thinking about how bad it was going to be when we got home right and so and for months after that and i think that this is really important to understand this ties into that reel that i was talking about with being nicer in public than you are or to everyone else besides your wife because i was so miserable and mean in the car in the home in the backyard even when neighbors could hear when i didn't see people watching right I mean, not a neighbors must have heard us. Holy, um, but out in public, like she said, at work or at this friend's house, or even when people came over on a whole, when people came over, they didn't see until he much later. He turned into someone so, much nicer when people would come over, unless it was under his breath. Maybe it was a dirty look. It was a, a whisper mm -hmm. correcting my behavior, and of course, when everybody left, that's when that's when hell would break loose. Yeah, and so I thought that I was doing it right by not fighting in public. But this would tie into, if you didn't listen to the last, last episode, listen to that. Because this would tie into what we were teaching over there about how it means that you do know that there is something wrong with the behavior. That's right. And, you know better. Yeah. And, and this is so, so, so powerful because I think that the moment you start realizing that you can't treat everyone else better than you treat your partner. You can't choose the, the destination of where you're having these fights. You can choose with how you deal with the anger, with the problems right on both sides so on he could have learned how to deal with his anger so that he wasn't acting the way that he was acting and i also i this was the first time that i really had seen this level of anger and i didn't know how to communicate through it i didn't know how to do anything but bottle it up and then when i bottled and bottled and bottled i blew up so there are things that you can do i didn't know how to set boundaries he violated all my boundaries there are things that you can do if you are on the receiving end of it 
so that it doesn't get as bad as it did for me. Let's talk about that for a real quick second because I think it's so important and I like to really hit this home all the time that the behavior got progressively worse, right? So like sort of like in the beginning, I fought, I got really insecure and fought with you within the first 30 days of dating, right? And then we got married and then the, the fight started to get progressively, progressively, progressively worse, right? So sometimes people are like, how are you disrespecting me, especially men? And, you know, this is abusive. You shouldn't do that or you should know you shouldn't fight. But it, you just said it perfectly. You didn't have the skills to even communicate what you were feeling. You didn't have the skills to navigate the situation. You didn't have the skills to put use a boundary, to enforce boundary. All of these steps. And so it gets progressively worse. Or to have go. empathy with knowing that it wasn't anger. It was coming from insecurity. It was coming from fear. I didn't have those skills. Mm -hmm. So had I had more empathy and was able to validate and was able to really read the situation better, I wouldn't have had to set as many boundaries. But I didn't know how to set boundaries. So I was setting ultimatums and I was getting back and I was getting defensive and I was attacking you back. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have any of the skills. The only skill that I had, which didn't serve me, was uh, to bottle it up out of fear. And then to let it all out, all in one fell swoop, who knows where we would be at that time and who would be around, but I didn't care in those moments and it all erupted like a volcano. That's right. And this happened multiple times. So I think that people that would see this would have thought they, they couldn't believe that you could be the problem because in those public outbursts, you were the... The, the love, you were loving me and telling me it was going to be okay and trying to, like, just trying to be so nice, which wasn't the person that he was, and I'm acting like a complete psychopath. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I can only guess what people would have thought. Um, you know, I've had conversations with some, some of these people after the fact because some people genuinely, if you're in this situation, you have some friends that genuinely care about your well-being and about the well-being of your relationship. There are other people that would just talk negative things that's right so there yeah. are some people that are still really big fans of ours and will ask how we're doing and really genuinely want to know mm -hmm. you know am i learning how to communicate and is he learning how to deal with his anger and are we learning how to connect better and those those people are just gems we do have people that have been through thick and thin with us and yeah. they they do care that we not are just not fighting but that we're developing the skills so um, we say developing by the way because we think we're never done like we still both struggle with defensiveness we still both can get angry and have to realize what are we actually feeling here and talk our way through it. Yeah, you don't right? become yeah. a different person when you learn these skills, when you learn these strategies, you're still the same person. Yeah. You just have to be self-aware because I like to say old habits die hard because everybody knows what that means, but mm. it's not even really a habit. It's just, it's something within you that yes, you work on, but it can still come out. I say that, you know, I'm 97% there, mm -hmm. but that 3% watch out. It can be vicious <laughs> and you should never think that you're hundred percent there. No, you know, but 97, I would say even more than 97% of the time. Oh, I think I'm, you're perfect. The, oh, the, thank you. The baby. point <laughs> is well, you have to always just continue to want to rise up. I talked about that on a coaching call today. You have to always be comfortable with continuing to grow, but you dropped a super gem earlier that I want to make sure everybody caught. We were drinking, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times it's not just learning the skills. Obviously you're gonna lose your inhibitions, right? Obviously, if you're drinking and you don't know how to communicate, this is not the time to be drinking. You know, something that I think we both deeply regret. I think we, we added a lot of time onto our journey by drinking through learning how to yes. communicate, how to be partners, how to love, how to how to have empathy. Jeez, if you struggle with empathy, especially if even if you're an empathetic person and you believe you are, but now because you're maybe a little bitter or full of contempt, right? Drinking is not gonna help you. Be no, alcohol is gonna let yeah. everything out. 
Yeah. You see, every- or, and it's also going to let things out that normally wouldn't come out. Mm-hmm. So some people will say, oh, well, you were drinking. It just removes your filter, removes your inhibition. So obviously you meant it. That's not true. Totally people agree. do things and say things that they would never normally say and do if they weren't under the influence of drugs or alcohol. 100%. So you cannot, yes, you can, you can hold people to a standard where, yes, they have to hold themselves accountable for what they do or say, but you cannot actually hold them to meaning what they did or what they said while they were under the influence of alcohol because it simply is not true. Somebody out there needed to hear that today. Yeah, actually, this is so valuable. Let's hang on this topic before we cut today because uh, if you think about it, this is the same sort of thing like with the tattoo that night at that house, right? You were like, it's an ugly tattoo anyways. Well, you just smiled when we showed it to somebody the other day, (laughs) right? And so that she she didn't mean it. She's pushing buttons. If you listen to last episode when she was trying to get under my skin when, when she called the cops. Right. Or it's like, not that she knew she was going to call the cops. I don't believe that. But, or did you? No, I definitely I, didn't. I don't nobody nobody no. sets out <laughs> saying, I want to call the police. I want to be in grave danger and want to call the police. <laughs> yeah. Nobody says that. Hopefully not. Um, <clears throat> but guys, this is the same thing as when you're saying, I want a divorce. Or a man joined the program yesterday who, uh, three months separation, because he was trying to make a point and follow through. He's heard about following through because he said something stupid when he was drunk. You know, and so there's all different kinds of ways this can go. But just understand that if you're drinking, it's not helping. If you're fighting in public because that's the safe place, you have to think about getting things under control at home. And if you are in the know of how you're behaving, reflect and dig deep. If you know you're doing it differently in front of other people, like that means you know better. So do better. Be better. Exactly. All right, guys, we're going to see you next time. We're going to talk about gratitude, appreciation and why this is a secret weapon.